Hello everyone, Christoph Trapp here, Chief Content Engagement Director with Buildings.com and we're still at the AHR Expo and today I'm joined by Mark Mensner. He's the Director of Public Affairs with Dan Foss. They just had their 24th annual press conference. A lot of interesting uh, material that was shared and one of the things we talked about is the political situation, how it affects the facility managers, building owners and um, the HFC face down. So let's jump right in Mark. Yeah, thanks, Christoph. So, um, you know, I know the building owners have been aware that we have uh, uh, been talking about uh, uh, global warming and uh, global warming emissions and how we got to get out of the high global warming refrigerants. And uh, so we're part of a worldwide phase down of uh, high GWP refrigerants, as, as we call them. Now, it's taken a bit of a turn in the United States uh, because the EPA, which was leading this phase down, uh, was told by the courts uh, that they didn't have certain authorities. And so now they've got to go back and look at what authority they do have to lead an HFC or a high global warming refrigerant uh, uh, phase down in the United States. So meanwhile, while they're doing that, and while the Trump administration is trying to figure out uh, if it has a role at all, uh, some of the states have jumped in, and the states are not preempted from doing what they want to do in this area. So uh, as usual, California uh, has taken the lead, and California has adopted what were some of the federal rules about phasing out of uh, high GWP refrigerants. So we're talking about uh, a class of refrigerants called HFCs. Um, and phasing out of those in the next few years, particularly for refrigeration systems, and then beyond that, uh, for air conditioning systems as well. And not only is California doing it, but other states are starting to get on the bandwagon as well. New York, uh, Maryland, New Jersey have already announced plans, and we expect uh, by the end of 2019 to have maybe a dozen states uh, that are doing so. And these are large states. These are states that represent uh, 40% of the U.S. population for 40% of the U.S. business. So they are, uh, they're not to be ignored, and uh, these rules are going to be uh, important. And, you know, of course, as Americans, we're always competitive. And one of the things that really struck me in your presentation was you said something about half a million jobs are potentially on the line. Yeah, so, you know, the United States has always been the world leader in coming up with new air conditioning and refrigeration technology, uh, although in recent years, of course, there's been more competition uh, from elsewhere. Um, if the U.S. doesn't have sustained federal leadership uh, in reducing these uh, global warming refrigerants, um, then the uh, the center of technology development is just going to move elsewhere. It's going to move to China and other places, and, and China is going to point to the United States as uh, not having a, a real uh, leadership role in moving away from uh, these greenhouse gases, and uh, they're going to start supplying the rest of the world, and of course, most of the action and most of the new uh, buildings are in the rest of the world. Uh, China is going to take that lead uh, and supply technology, and that's going to have repercussions for manufacturers and others here in the United States and, and, and a ripple down effect. So yeah, we think uh, half a million jobs uh, could be at stake in the long term. That's of course un really unfortunate. Uh, a good sign of our system though that the states are stepping in and, and, and doing some things. 
Yeah, that's right. Now, of course, on the other hand, we're worried about having 50 different sets of refrigerant regulations, and uh, nobody, and you know, building owners in multiple states uh, don't want to see that either. Uh, so we're working closely with the other states uh, that have already announced, uh, trying to make sure that their programs are uh, identi- identical to, or at least very close to California's program, and we will continue uh, doing that. Uh, believe me, we don't want to sell 50 different sets of products either. And there's a real good chance that that would happen if just the states do it. Uh, we've seen that with other <laughs> legislations, of course. Um, on, on a very practical level for building owners and facility managers, what, what is the, how will it affect them uh, on a day-to-day or you know, more tactical level? Yeah, well, so I would say that as uh, you're getting ready to uh, repair, replace uh, systems, you should certainly uh, be aware of what's going on uh, with um, new technologies uh, and new refrigerants. Um, Even if the uh, new refrigerant is not mandated uh, this year, uh, you can bet that some of the old refrigerants are not going to be around forever. So if you're going to have a a system that's going to have a 20-year life, you want to think about uh, what refrigerants are going to be available over those those 20 years so I would say stay very close to uh, what the uh, uh, refrigerant rules are and uh, use a uh, uh, installer uh, and a a technician that uh, is also uh, quite aware of the uh, upcoming refrigeration rule changes great thanks again for listening everyone another episode of the buildings podcast i was joined by mark mensner director of public affairs at dan foss and certainly they had their 24th annual press conference today at ahr we'll link to some of the additional content that was shared here today thanks again mark very good thank you